Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. Coming back from an amazing vacation is a challenge, not just physically, but mentally. And when that coming back is beset by additional stressors, well, I don't know about you, but it throws me off my game. In this case, for a whole week. Our flight was canceled, so we had to stay in California for an extra 24 hours. Oh, the horror. Um, It was actually quite nice. But I had time-sensitive things to do when getting home, like move a bunch of my stuff from one place to another, and a surprise birthday party for my partner, and then, totally unexpectedly, a minor medical emergency. But I made it through, none the worse for wear. And today I'm talking about a somewhat contentious subject, the idea of testing or screening people during the dating process. I will state now that I am all for it, 100%. I don't go out of my way to do it, more like I don't go out of my way to avoid things that might upset people when we are potentially connecting for fun or play or whatever. And that ends up being a natural screening process. Today, I'm talking a bit about this subject. I hope you'll chime in. How do you screen for partners for play, dating, or love? In a private kink-adjacent group I'm in on Facebook, probably 98% male-identifying for context, a recent post asked, Sometimes we go about the subject of women as if they are these fragile, flowery beings, ignoring that there are some very powerful negative sides to women that undermine our being as men. Some women are so compromised in their habitual negative thinking, feeling, and behaving that they are beyond salvage. Has anyone read this book? The book they posted was titled, An Exclusive Guide to Damaged Women. My reply was both automatic and simple. I don't really think it matters if someone is damaged or not. It's not about them. It's about you. Do whatever you are willing and enjoy doing and don't do the rest. Then it doesn't matter about reading them or whatever because you are living your best life. I got a lot of pushback. Here's one reply from the original poster. Lack of awareness and deeper knowledge on women turn even strong men into derelicts. Damaged women will waste your time, energy, and life. The issue is not about reading more, but recognizing the sign of a problem before you begin any relationship with a woman. Ask around from guys who have fallen victim to cunning, sly women. Ignorance is the worst place to be. Maybe you are lucky and have not met a toxic woman. I was able to verbalize more as the conversation continued and others joined. To be clear, I've met plenty of toxic people. And as those of you listening probably know, coaching and advising people about living their best sex, love, and kink lives is my daily grind. Toxic is not the only thing that will turn men, well, humans really, this is not gender specific, into derelicts. Poor personal awareness, shitty boundaries, and a lack of self-control are far more likely to be the cause. So I suggest that whether someone is toxic or not, 
If you only do what you know is right for you and let all the others go, it doesn't matter why they are not a fit or if they are toxic. They just aren't right for you. I mean, you can label people good, bad, pretty, ugly, smart, sexy, odd, whatever. And I'm not going to say I don't. If I did, that would be a lie. However, I use those labels ultimately to determine my experience of the person, not the person themselves, which could be a whole nother writing and probably will be at some point. They are either right for me in this moment or not. Also useful to me, do they give energy or not? Or at least not suck too much of my own energy. A relationship is an exchange of energy. A successful relationship, as I like to say a lot, is a relationship where both people feel like they receive far more than they give. The wrong people almost always suck energy. But just because they suck energy from me doesn't mean they are damaged. Or maybe they are, because aren't most of us in one way or another. But that damage may not be a problem for the right connection. So what's most important to me is not whether someone has trauma or is damaged or can be odd or whatever. It's whether they are a good fit for me. And my screening has become intuitive to me over the years as I've discovered what really works and what doesn't. I started with what you might consider obvious tests. One I've written about before is the easiest for me. Say no. This may not work for everyone, but it's a good one for me. I simply say no to something. It's easy. A date request? I'll say no to that day rather than clearing my schedule. I always have plans for something, even if it's just chilling by myself and reading. And then I see what happens. How a person reacts to a no tells me a great deal about whether they are a good fit for me. I also write my dating profiles to screen people out by putting as much me into the profile as possible. If they don't like it, great pre-screening works. If they do like it, well, we can get deeper into details. Of course, that's not all. I also like to see how they take being wrong. I like to see how they act when I make a mistake and admit to being wrong. I want to gauge how they respond to vulnerability and how they act after they've shared one of theirs. Does their demeanor change when they're introduced to something new? How are they in groups of people they don't know? And more, so much more. Now, I don't do all of this screening in the first conversation or the first date. I wouldn't even say I do all of it in the first year or the first five years. It's second nature to me now to notice the rough spots and think of what those might mean to me and our fit over the long term. I'm constantly adjusting my experience of the person and what I can plan for and with them. And as people change, the same screenings over years might give radically different results. What are your thoughts? What do you screen for in the people you engage with for play, dating, or love? Is it a natural process, or do you specifically make an effort to test people? Maybe both. Are you willing to share how you might screen and when it's important to you? Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky, 
It's built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla. And it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We are on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me on the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.